Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. With us today, I've got not one, but two executives with us. Steve McCauley, CEO, Empower Clinics, trades on the CSC under CBDT, and for friends in the U.S., EPWCF. Right with them, Mike Druin, President, Dermatological Services at MedEx Health, trades on the TSX Venture under MDX. Why are we here today? Empower and MedEx are piloting a world-class teledermatology screening platform at Select Ontario Integrated Health Centers. For those of you who are new to either company, I'm going to give a 30-second summary. For those who are new to Empower, this Empower is an integrated healthcare company serving patients through clinics in both U.S. and Canada, a telemedicine platform, and a leading medical diagnostics lab processing thousands of COVID-19 specimens and developing uh, all sorts of novel COVID-19 testing protocols. Recent highlights there, a partnership with Rexall to launch integrated health centers. Annual revenue run rate of their lab alone is now exceeding $10 million. And they're, they're, they're expect an order for the next 50,000 of their saliva PTR tests uh, to be prepared. So they're doing great over there. MedEx Health, on the other hand, has combined, for those who don't know the MedEx story, and it's probably going to be most of you because we know that right now Empower's got the majority of investors that are watching these things. But you're going to love the MedEx story. They've combined uh, their skin cancer uh, scanning device with proprietary software to create a telemedicine platform focused on skin cancer. And it's nothing less than the world's leading teledermatology platform. More than just lip service, They've already gone through a proof of concept trial in Norway where they had 109 pharmacies run a test that captured 80,000 scans and found 800 cases of melanoma. Uh, they've got distribution agreements already set up in Brazil where their partners have ordered over 500 devices. The Netherlands where they expect to have 41 clinics by 2022. And they've also signed a deal with Mexico. They've both got a whole lot more going on. Let's talk about it. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us here, George. Hey, George. Good to see you again. Uh, guys, let's talk about first, how did you guys come together? Uh, you know, Steve, you've got the clinics on the one hand. Uh, Mike, you've got this great teledermatology platform. Uh, on the other hand, how did this all come together? Well, you want me to take, I'll take that one. We we sure. came together through a really good company called Agoracom. <laughs> nice plug for yourself there. Uh, George was uh, really kind. He said, you know, you two should meet. It's kind of one of those things that he said, I think you'd be a really good fit. Uh, Steve and I uh, basically had a really good conversation. Uh, got to work with both Avi and Jordan on his team. And uh, it became a very natural fit. They understood our vision. We deeply understood Steve's vision. And uh, so it was really a match made. And so, uh, you know, we moved quickly through it, uh, uh, the process. We had given them a lot of uh, demonstrative information on what we do and how we do it. And they spent a lot of time on the due diligence. And, uh, and now here we are at a pilot stage. Steve, uh, introduction only goes so far. You guys uh, obviously put medics through the paces. Tell us about the demonstration test uh, that you and the doctors uh, observed and, and what you guys saw from that that said, this is a partnership we got to have. Yeah, you know, as always, you know, as I've talked about many times, I mean, we're going to be uh, very diligent um, with whatever, you know, new technologies or partnerships that we may consider entering into. Um, upon, you know, learning about MedEx and, and really having that first early conversations with Mike, you know, it was 
it was evident early on, you're subject to validation and due diligence. This was a logical extension of what we're doing as we build out our, our healthcare centers, uh, you know, first in our markets in Canada. Uh, it was a, it's a, you know, we've been considering what additional value added healthcare based services um, we could provide, you know, within our clinics to improve access to care for patients. And then the fact that this was um, a, really a technology play, you know, as you said, it's kind of a, it's a telemedicine technology device uh, that can be easily administered um, in our clinics. Uh, we're going to work through different types of models from pure medical billing to you know, patient pay or some combinations thereof. But the objective is to make sure that we're getting uh, patients access to this technology um, and to make it easy, um, accessible uh, with good turnaround times. And so again, to answer the question about you know, what we discovered, we discovered through our due diligence that the technology just works. And not only does it work, it's incredibly effective and it's solving this teledermatology issue. So in Canada, as an example, you know, with barely over 500 uh, dermatologists for our nearly 40 million uh, uh, population, uh, lead times to see a dermatologist, you know, range anywhere from nine to 12 to even 18 months in some provinces. Uh, so this was a very logical extension of our first value-added uh, healthcare service to bring into our centers. So I'm going to ask um, each of you this question. Uh, for, well, I'll, Steve, I'll ask you this question first because I guess you're the one really doing the pilot because they're in your centers. Yeah. But then I want to move on to the business model <clears throat> side. So, Steve, how long is this pilot going to take place? Uh, and then if all goes well and you start integrating uh, across all your clinics, what's the business model on your end? And then Mike, when Steve's answered that, you can tell us what the business model is on your end and the benefit you get out of it. Yeah, so we have got our first three um, Ontario locations uh, that are going you know, live as we speak. And so we, uh, in, our, our, in our MOU, we uh, are indicating that the pilot period will be approximately four months. Our goal is to get as many scans done as possible and to, again, test how we bring it to market. So, you know, what, is, what does the marketing look like in the clinic? Um, is it a medical doctor or a med tech uh, that's administering? Uh, how do we build this? So the, for us, there are medical billing codes with, with OHIP, so the, the Ministry of Health in Ontario. And uh, we're looking at combinations of, do we do it solely through medical billing codes for the service that you know, we provide? And or do we look at a customer pay uh, scenario or a combination of both? So I, the, 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 be the beauty of a pilot is that we get to you know, test these versions of the business model, but we also get to test the effectiveness of the device itself and the results of the device and working through the teledermatology network. And then finally, I think perhaps most importantly is we're going to be able to get survey data from yeah. patients and uh, gather their experience because ultimately that delivery of patient care uh, and the improvement of access to that all important information on is that spot or lesion a melanoma or not a melanoma? And can I get that information quickly and can I get it an accurate uh, response? And how big, Mike, how big of a problem, because 
you you guys made the statement you're the leading teledermatology platform in the world. How mm-hmm. big of a problem are you solving, especially when it comes to the detection of skin cancer? So, so those numbers, we'll, we'll take the Canadian version of that. Uh, first of all, when I say we're the leader of teledermatology, one of the major problems with teledermatology is a lot of the teledermatology systems are built for inflammatory issues. So things like uh, acne and psoriasis and those kinds of things. And, 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 you know, those are all very important skin issues that we can deal with, but to deal the melanoma issues, to deal with the things that are life-threatening, um, those are really difficult. And a lot of the teledermatology systems stay away from it because they don't have the kind of technology that can not only do a perfect dermoscopic view, top of the surface on the derma, but also go below the skin and look for disorganization using spectrophotometry. Our images allow a dermatologist at a distance to be able to make a perfect assessment. 42% of the images currently being sent across uh, uh, teledermatology systems are unreadable by the dermatologist. Mm. They're just too blurry. They're, you know, they're done by cameras, the light emitting and all that. So our technology solves that issue. So dermatologists, so our whole thing when we started with this, uh, George was, we should be able to perform a digital assessment of a patient that should be absolutely identical to you having gone and seen a dermatologist. What does it solve in without Canada? The wait time, without the wait well, time. Well, without right? the wait time, right. a dermatologist, you can wait 12 to 18 months. Hopefully with your, with your technology, some will be able to walk in, into one of Empower Clinic's integrated health centers right. and get it done like that, right? And, and the answer to it is it's more, and I think Steve spoke about this in an earlier interview, in that 72-hour period, not only will we guarantee assessment, but if in the event it is a melanoma, there is a follow-on lead that immediately that gets removed. Because here's the facts. A stage one melanoma, if we get that ODU right away, it costs the healthcare system around $2,500, and you've got a very high survival rate, five-year survival rate, in around 98 99%. It can move from that, if it's a nodular melanoma, and you know in a very short period of time, to a stage four melanoma. And to keep you alive for five years is about a million dollars. And your rate of survival drops to what? It drops to about 15 to 20%. That's your survival rate. So this is on your skin. So you've got all of these patients that are sitting out here, and especially in the more remote areas and the rural areas, areas that were were a lot of the clinics that, you know, they're, they're, they're facing. We can get access to those patients and make that happen in 72 hours. It's a huge game changer for the business. And like I said, we're just honored to be working uh, with Steve and Empower to do that. Steve, does the size of that problem, because at first you wouldn't blame investors if they first read the headline and say, all right, they're piloting teledermatology. It's that's pimples and acne. I don't know. I guess that's okay. But this is way more than that. So you must have done some back of the napkin math and not that we're going to ask for the math, but how big of a business line do you anticipate this could be assuming all goes well with the pilot uh which we have no reason to believe it won't but assuming all goes well how big of an add-on to your clinics do you think this will be well it's it's, there's a few different ways that we've begun to assess it in our planning as we're working on our pilot and and the discoveries that we want to make in our business model you know, in, in the build out of these integrated healthcare centers, having value added uh, services, and, and, and we're not going to be trivial with these services. We're just yeah. not bringing in 
anything that's out there is really getting the, the most important value added services that really fit with our integrated uh, approach. Um, it really is important for us for uh, bottom line margin from a business standpoint, because it's, it's not so much about driving, say, top line revenue. We have a very predictable revenue um, approach with our medical doctors and with our paramedical services. We, we really understand it in, in infinite detail. The extent that we can add on or layer on these additional value added services, it does a couple of things. It brings uh, regular, uh, predictable new margin to our business model, and that drives through to bottom line and EBITDA for the public company. But the other thing that we like about it is we believe it's going to be accretive to attracting new patients to our clinics. Because if people learn in a local community that this type of service is available to them, it's accessible, uh, they don't have to go, they don't have to be a regular patient of ours to get access to it uh, because the, the delivery of that service is likely, we believe, to be uh, administered outside of a normal medical doctor visit or a normal paramedical uh, practitioner visit. That you could literally come into the clinic, access the med tech under an appointment, and, and get the scan done and get your results uh, in, in two to three days. At that very point in time, we have gathered a new patient. And if we can then do our job right, the experience that the patient went through was positive, uh, there's no reason why we can't retain that patient under our medical doctor or, or primary care services or our paramedical services in the future. And, and so think of it, you know, in the traditional world of customer acquisition, what we think of it as patient acquisition. And we want to uh, attract new patients and then we want to retain new patients with the variety of services that we, we, we are offering. And, and, and I would add to that, you know, the, the, the brand value, accretive brand value is amazing because if you get a patient whose life you save from this service, believe me, they never stop talking about it. It's, it's the, uh, probably advertising reduction too, Steve. We could throw it there as well. Because and you save lives, media. right, Mike? Um, oh. I know you saved the, maybe tell us one story of, of how powerful, I know there's that there's that one lady that you saw at the golf tournament. Yeah. Uh, the, just yeah. give us one, because I want people to really understand that um, the problem with the current system is, look, I've got, uh, some people can see this. I've got this little dot here, you know, I've had that for years. But the problem is it's so innocuous, like, ah, it's a little dot, who cares? And not, you know, now you've scanned it, so I know it's safe. But yeah, the problem is okay, yeah. we all think, ah, it's a dot. I'm not going to go through waiting eight months, right. go to my GP, get a referral, right? Yeah. How powerful and how fast are you saving lives? Give us that one example, because I think that is important, because the, um, the message will spread, and you're going to get people like me walking in saying, hey, let me go get this, this thing scanned on my arm that's been bothering me. Well, it's a bit of that ease of access, which is what causes people to actually change their behavior. And Steve's given us a platform to get the ease of access. Uh, the one you're speaking about in particular was, I was literally uh, coming into a long weekend up in a bucket of golf balls. Lady beside me uh, was with her sister. She had a tattoo of Stephen Hawking's on her, bit of a reader. I said, oh, finally a tattoo I recognize. And we kind of chuckled a bit. And then I noticed on her sister's uh, shoulder a rather pretty prevalent melanoma, um, you know, and I said, she don't mean to be kind of you know, intrusive, but do you mind if I take a look at that? And the sad part about it, and this happens a lot, she had had a GP, a, a regular family doctor had looked at it earlier in that day and seen it three times before. 
and didn't recognize it as a melanoma. Unfortunately, GPs aren't particularly well-trained in uh, melanoma detection. Uh, British Journal of Medicine shows they miss one in five melanomas. So, you know, you're already playing with a, with a chance of missing it. Um, I said, do you mind if I look at this? I looked at it, I said, do you mind if I scan it? I called my wife, she came up uh, with our scanner right there on the spot, I was able to scan it and it was clearly a melanoma. Our technology gives a lot of the uh, uh, biomarkers that allow you to know pretty quickly that it's a melanoma. And we got it down to uh, um, our dermatologist. We were able to get it um, uh, taken out immediately. And, you know, we caught it, it was an in situ melanoma. So uh, we caught it early. And the, the part about it was, this was a single mom and she had a daughter uh, with cerebral palsy. And the problem was she was told she was fine by her GP, which means she wouldn't have had any concern to go to a dermatologist. And that could have turned into a very dangerous melanoma for her. Luckily, we caught it early. That's one of the ones I've caught 18 of these because, and, and anybody who knows me, just hates traveling with me because, you know, I'm looking at you and saying hi, but I'm looking. <laughs> so I'm a bit of a nut around that. I think anybody who knows me knows that. But, you know, those are the kinds of lives that um, get us out of bed every day. Like I said, we exist to save lives. And, and you know, that is, that is uh, it, it makes a brilliant uh, relationship with uh, Stephen Empower because, you know, they're being able to get to that many patients and offer that service. I think it's a very symbiotic relationship. So, Steve, you got a powerful teledermatology platform potentially on your hands. How are you guys going to make money from it? So as a shareholder and everyone watching, it's amazing to know that we got a product that is going to save lives. We know it's going to. So that's a double bonus. As shareholders, though, we also want to know, ballpark, just generally speaking, how do you generate income from this for the company? Well, as I said earlier, I mean, we, we think there's two approaches um, uh, that are very tangible. Uh, one, there are uh, medical billing codes that we can uh, bill back to uh, the ministries of health across the country for the medical service of, of taking that scan uh, and sending that um, uh, data off to uh, Medex Health and its network of dermatologists. Uh, the other approach for us will be uh, playing around with the concept of, of customer pay and whether or not uh, doing it strictly on medical billing um, is, a, is a vol potentially a volume play versus more premium play um, on, on direct uh, customer pay versions. Some of the decisions around that may also you know, be based on uh, the zip code and, and the community, sorry, the zip code, the postcode and the you know, community that we're located in. And uh, so demographics could uh, certainly play a role in, in how we go to market with the, um, with the program. But in either case, even during our pilot, it's a revenue generator. You know, we, 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 this is not sort of a free pilot program that we have to go in. We bring it in and we start generating revenue on the very first scan and we generate revenue obviously in every scan that we do. Uh, and then the, the part that's not fully quantifiable yet is uh, how does new patient acquisition you know, increase? Uh, how does brand loyalty and retention of patients increase as a result? Uh, the one thing you know from me is uh, I'm going to measure it uh, <laughs> and understand it and, uh, and, and we'll put it into our KPIs in the way that we manage our clinics, you know, every day, every month, every quarter. If all goes well, Steve, do you see it extending also into your U.S. clinics? Do you see growing across uh, your your national clinic strategy uh, this year, next year, the year after? Do you see it becoming a stable if all goes well with the demo? Yeah, I can tell you my position on this um, optimistically is 
I anticipate that the pilot is going to be successful. In fact, I anticipate it's going to be wildly successful. Uh, from there, um, I don't see any reason at this stage uh, to not roll it out with every health center that we open in whatever markets we serve. Uh, they're, they're, the, the fundamental benefits to patients' lives uh, is undeniable. And, you know, whether we can, you know, I fully expect, you know, we turn it into a, a, a profit center, but, uh, you know, more, you know, profit center aside is, you know, let's just do the right thing here and let's make sure that we are at the forefront of bringing tremendous healthcare technology to market. We have the opportunity, we, we have the footprint, the square footage, we have the human capital, we have the technology base, we've got the capital runway to do this. Um, we just happen to, you know, uh, meet Mike and MedX Health, and this program completely makes sense and is accretive to our business model going forward. Hey, Mike, something great about your teledermatology, because of the, the, the very nature of teledermatology platform is, if I understand, you guys are international, so you're not just a Canadian yep. company. Correct. You talk about the fact you got Brazil, Netherlands, Mexico. I'm assuming you're probably going to keep expanding, keep expanding that. So because you're a teledermatology platform, could I walk into one of Steve Clinic's today? Well, not literally today, but next couple of months when it's all ready to go. Uh, scan this, and it says it's okay. But then five years from now, I'm in a country hopefully you're going to have, you know, for example, I'm Daytona beach. You got family in Daytona beach. Yep. And I think this has kind of grown a little bit. I can go back and get that rescan and the system will know that it's me. Correct. And actually compare it to where it was five years ago, whether it's grown or gotten worse. Is that, is that the power of the platform? Yeah. The one thing we do with our platform is we allow a patient to go in and get scanned we keep that image because what now happens is you go to a dermatologist, the dermatologist says to you, it looks fine right now, but if it changes or anything like that, if it things, so it's not like the dermatologist remembers the mole on your back because you know, they're seeing hundred patients a day, some of them. Um, we keep it, uh, that image and, and keep it for 10 years on the age of majority, okay? And at any time you can go back in and get rescanned and we compare it. In terms of moving it from country to country, there's a lot of sensitivity around privacy issues so that you cannot have images leave country of origin. Okay. So we're bound by that. However, in the country of origin, we can do that, yes. All right, so I could take a scan today in Toronto, one of Steve's clinics. Six years from now, I could be in one of Steve's clinics in Whistler. Vancouver, thinking I should take a And isn't that the power of that, eh, Steve? That uh, yeah. you, you'll have, you'll, you'll no doubt, once you get me the first time, you will have me coming back uh, in one one way or another, so that's uh, that that's really really powerful. Yeah, there's 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 power in the network effect, and there's power in reach, and yeah. so you know. But with everything, it's important for me to do a pilot first, um, yeah. make sure that we you know we understand um, how to deliver the service appropriately, um, how to market the service, how to build the service, uh, whatever the case may be. But to the extent that we expect that it does work then network effect comes into play and, and we would anticipate, you know, rolling that out as part of the, our template for all our new health centers, you know, no matter, you know, again, what markets we serve. And last question to you, Mike, cause I didn't, I, I think I asked you, but we kind of skipped over it. How do you guys make money on your end? What's your business model? Well, our business model is, um, it is this, it's it, ours is a volume business. So what we want to be able to do is provide the device uh, the device at a, at a rate 
that is acceptable for uh, you know you, that, that you can get it out of the market. We can do that on uh, on a lease basis, or we can do that on a you know on the off budget or the cap budget, as they say. And then secondly, to build a low base in there on revenue scan. Every time a scan is taken, or what we call an e consult, we get a piece of that uh, piece of that revenue share. But we make it that because remember, we don't take up a lot of the footprint. You know, Steve owns the real estate; it's within their, all of their uh, preview, if you will. So we just make sure that we get a really healthy margin for us, but it's not so much that it's um, it it makes it less attractive for uh, for Steve to do business uh, with so us. You're like the razor blade model. Yeah, so, well, yeah, and, and you know ours is ours is we put a lot of money into our Teladerm pro, pro, uh, uh, protocols and, and in the platform, and it's just to have that recurring revenue come in because that represents SaaS revenue, so it's got really high margin revenue on the scan side of it for us. Gentlemen, congratulations on this great partnership. Uh, yeah. I knew you got, look, all I did was introduce uh, and then uh, about a dozen people around you guys did the really heavy lifting. And I know you guys went through a lot of due diligence. And what's great about this is not just seeing two Agoracom companies come together in a great partnership uh, to strengthen their companies, but knowing that, uh, Steve, I mean, you know, you guys are both so dedicated. You're so passionate about healthcare and protecting people and giving them the best because right now it's not out there right 500 dermatologists for essentially 40 million canadians i mean people are dying uh waiting or at least or at least their lives are deteriorating into from category one to grade four you know melanomas and uh, the fact that you guys are going to be solving that problem and creating shareholder value is a fantastic uh is a fantastic uh, combination wish you guys both Great success through this demo and pilot and through this pilot. Great, George. Thank you very much. Thanks for the time today. Okay. Talk to you soon, Steve. Thanks a lot, George. Appreciate it. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast platform. To Hi. Steve McCauley, CEO of Empower Clinics, CBDT on the CSE, EPWCF on the OTCQB, and Mike Druin, President, Dermatological Services at MedX Health, turns in the TSX Venture and the stock symbol MDX. Look, the due diligence now is up to you guys. You're, you know, for shareholders of each company, you've done that due diligence. But if you want to take a look at the other companies' offerings and why this, why this, uh, this partnership could be potentially great, get to each of their profiles on Agoracom to read up on them and then make sure you get over to their websites uh, to do further due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Thanks, Steve.